0: Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places.
1: Hello and welcome to the Exploring Awareness podcast. Whether this is your very first episode, we want to welcome you and appreciate you listening. Or you've listened to several episodes and you can't wait to hear what we're talking about today. Either way, we're grateful that you're listening and appreciate you sharing this time and perspective with us. And by us, I'm Lisa Berry here with Dr. Frank Anderson. We've been exploring awareness for a while now.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and welcome to everybody, whether you're new or whether you're just starting. Uh, We have something going on here called Exploring Awareness. We also call it a big fun journey. Yes. And uh, we've been talking about awareness and mindfulness techniques. And we have had about, what, 50 nine episodes by now starting at the beginning with how to's what is exploring awareness starting off with meditation techniques and then talking about any number of topics as we went along through the covid pandemic we're still in the covid pandemic but it's been a big fun journey and there's been challenges along the way and insights along the way And if you listen to all the episodes, you can see all the things that Lisa Berry has gone through this last year.
1: Well, I was just thinking that I always say, I think there's a lesson in everything. If no matter what happens, whether it's good or bad, I think there's a lesson in that, including looking at things on whether they're good or bad i think i have learned that that's called dualistic thinking and it's not encouraged in our world and i'm just learning about it and catching myself at it and are you familiar with dualistic thinking or how does that impact your life and awareness
0: oh absolutely dualistic thinking and dualism and non-dualism these are conversations that people have in spiritual communities a lot Uh, but on the surface and in everyday life I think in the context of what we're talking about and exploring awareness to be aware of that dynamic happening
1: Mm.
0: you know is a way for us to know to be conscious of how we're in the world and and one of the precepts we have for exploring awareness is when you become aware of what you're doing, then you can have a perspective on whether or not you really want to be doing that or
1: not. Ah, right. Do you think dualistic perspective or dualism or non dualism, do you think that's a predominantly spiritual theory or do you think it's something people talk about in general?
0: I don't want to get into the discussions of what dualistic spirituality is versus non-dualistic spirituality other than to say that i tend to be more on a non-dualistic perspective
1: i think i asked that question because it wasn't something that i was very aware of until i got into looking into spirituality more or even psychology maybe it's a psychological term Uh, I'm just wondering if somebody you're sitting around the dinner table or having Thanksgiving with the family and someone starts talking about a dualistic perspective, if everybody at the table literally and figuratively really knows what you're talking about, because I hadn't heard that much about it. And now I'm told when I think something is one way or the other, you're do you're thinking dualistically. And that is not the right approach to take.
0: So, first of all, Right or wrong is also right. right? We have a, yeah. judgment, uh, a judgment episode recently. Yeah. So, you know, this kind of fits into that. I guess let, let's get away from the word dualism and non-dualism right now. And let, let's just talk about how the world is seen. One way is like a black and white. Is your world divided up into this or that? Right. Is there this thing or that thing? So in the world, we have night and day and we have... Black and white, and we have male and female, and we have um, hot and cold, and our world tends to get broken up into into dual two two things. It's either this way or it's that way. And non-dual would be more like something I learned in um, Thailand at that meditation retreat, and they say just like that. <laughs> Just like it is. On mm. uh, the Thai word, they would say was "tataha, tataha." I always had that feeling like ah, just like that, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, so whatever it is in front of you, it is what it is. And now you, we have a tendency to want to put this in a box. So then you might want to say, well, that's that's good or that's bad. That would be go back and listen to the judgment um, lecture about that. So if we're talking about, you know, something that's dualistic, it means you're like categorizing things in ways that that you've learned to categorize things. And believe me, we all learn to do that. That's a big part of our culture. But then you explore the awareness of these things and you find out that it just isn't that straightforward. It isn't as clear as you'd like it to be. Mm. And these days we're seeing beautiful, beautiful expressions of that.
1: What a great explanation. Thank you. Because I, for me, it's difficult to really grasp what that means. And I think that that was a great, a great way to describe it. And I think it's our natural tendency to want to have it be either or, because we want, we want clarity. And you know, so it's either good or it's bad or it's hot or it's cold or it's up or it's down. and if you don't look at life like that, I feel it gives you a little more freedom that you can experience things along the way or as they are, just like that, like you were saying, versus picking one and putting it in a box and looking at it in one certain specific way.
0: Right. And sometimes you have to have it that way for you to feel comfortable.
1: Right. Right. (laughs) Right. So you have to
0: have it this way. And if and if someone isn't doing it that way, then you don't feel comfortable. Mm. You know, so it's like, well, well, whose problem is that? <laughs> is it their problem right. or is it right. your problem? And a lot of times we look at it as as someone else's problem. You're not following my paradigm for good and bad, right or wrong, black and white, or you know what you don't fit in my box, and that means you're wrong. Whereas someone else's just doing their own thing, right? They don't need to fit into your box either. Now, the cool thing about exploring awareness and the whole spiritual aspect of this is, and we've had episodes on unity before, but you know, at the at the, at the deepest realization and that we can that we can experience through spiritual work is the unity of all beings and the unity and, and, and oneness right and where and it's a deep realization that, that is part of the path of this work right and so if you do have that realization it's, does it doesn't mean you don't have to not be dual or non-dual you just be yourself and that's it and there's no judgment and there's and there's no separation. But that's, that's a tall order. Um, and right now, we're all on this big fun journey, which means sometimes the fun means the, the, the challenges that we face and overcome. And and we've had any number of those that we've talked about. But again, sometimes facing this issue is very difficult. Some of these Boxes are so deeply embedded. And you've heard the term unconscious bias, right? Right. You have right. work with that, haven't you, Sam? Yeah, your, absolutely. Your it, it's, in,
1: it's in every, it's a, in, in the pandemic, it's in, in the environment. There are so many places that it shows up.
0: Yeah. How do you understand unconscious bias?
1: like you don't even realize what you're thinking you don't even even have been a, become aware of where you're coming from or what you might be thinking or expecting
0: and bias assumes duality doesn't it? assumes mm. you're biased this way or right way. right and when you're unconsciously biased you don't know that you're biased right right and so we're 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 inviting this with exploring awareness it's a, it's a it's a i think it really is at the root of unconscious bias training and understanding cuz there's there's a, there's a certain brain level of understanding you might have but really unless you can feel it deep within and like oh my gosh i've been unconsciously biased Sometimes it hurts to realize that it's it, you don't want to see that in yourself, mm. you know, then that's when the self-compassion comes in, which is also built into the exploring awareness practice, right? Right. So we're talking about the, at the root level, how to deal with some of this unconscious bias.
1: You said so much. I feel like I'm in school. I feel like, wow, that was really powerful and, and something that you don't really think about but i feel like i just learned a whole bunch of things and it's funny because you were started explaining it and i thought oh i want to be like you when i grow up look how wise you are and all these great things you know and then you went on to say well it's about being your authentic self and i thought okay well then i, I got i'm back to being me again i just have to learn and apply what you're saying to to myself and well yeah
0: let's let's take a look at that too because we're talking right now and there's a certain level of kind of mental stuff we can learn from this. Mm -hmm. But really when we do the meditation too, it's really when you explore awareness and you begin to identify as awareness, then you're not thinking it, you're doing it, you're being it.
1: Right.
0: It's it's coming out of you naturally. It's not something you have to force yourself to do.
1: And would you say that, awareness we talk about a lot of different aspects of awareness but awareness in itself is non-dualistic
0: oh totally
1: yeah yeah awareness. see can we say that again I think that's really important here we talk about awareness episode after episode and when you break it down and there are a lot of different ways to look at it but it's non-dualistic because it's so open and unopinionated right right it's non-dual awareness ah mm-hmm. you could have dual
0: awareness if you're kind of aware that it's kind of that more the mental awareness mm-hmm. like oh i was i wasn't aware that i was speeding that's that's a that's more of a dual awareness i'm aware that i'm eating it's it's, it's yeah. a if, if it's at that level it's kind of mm-hmm. like well all right it's it's not the same as this kind of deep knowing awareness mm-hmm. and awareness of awareness that what what we're talk, what, what this podcast is all about and, and what happens when you start to identify as awareness. And so in all the different episodes, we're ultimately talking about the same thing. Yet, there's all these different conditions of life that we can become aware of, but they're going to all take us to the same place. So this particular condition mm. of life we're talking about is this tendency for the dualistic thinking right and so bringing that to awareness transforms those thoughts and judgments into presence
1: I think I have had a lot of experiences where I get caught in dualistic thinking and I wasn't even aware of it like six months ago and now I've learned about it and I have learned that it's a natural state for us to be in that we go in and out of it and but I think awareness is is such a key element to that 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 can help you with it when you realize awareness is non-dualistic so if you make an effort to be aware of your awareness or look at life with awareness then that would help you not look at it dualistically that make any sense at all I think it's because I've had such an issue with it for me it was it's an ordeal I it gets pointed out to me frequently that oh you're being dualistic again you're expecting life to be either good or bad or you are good or you are bad and it's not that way that's not the way to look at it so I, I like that we can apply awareness to not be in that space
0: yeah, well, we apply awareness to transform that space because awareness is non dual, right? And so that, um, and, and again, it, it does take a, an effort to recognize that you're doing that. And the interesting thing is, we talk about practicing meditation on a regular basis. Right. So when you occupy that non dual space, right, and you're practicing at home, then when you move out into the day, that that awareness is much more accessible right and so then the response comes instead of the reaction mm. right and so again that's a, not another theme that we have and so if you're if you're um in situations where you're where you tend to be dualistic you can be aware of it if you've been practicing awareness you know in, in other settings
1: You always have to search for what we're talking about so I can try to add to the conversation. And I found this, that the the dualistic mind is essentially binary, either or thinking, either or thinking. And I don't know why I do that, but I I guess I do it a lot. It knows by comparison, opposition, and differentiation. It uses descriptive words like good and evil or pretty, ugly, smart, stupid, not realizing that there may be a 100 degrees between the two ends of each spectrum and I love to think about that because to me that gives you freedom and openness and consideration and if I encounter something and I make a judgment I know we're, this is not about judgment we talked about judgment recently but it is a judgment if I'm quantifying it and from both at either end you know either good or bad or evil or pretty or ugly you know it's like there I'm not giving myself that freedom to be aware of whatever it is I'm looking at or talking about or experiencing. exactly. I mean,
0: ideas of beauty are all culturally created. Right. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things culturally created, too. I think that gender is one. And, you know, I'm an OBGYN and um, I'm very aware of how gender happens. Now, in in many cases, you think, well, a, a, a male is a male and acts like this and a woman is a woman and acts like that that's a common cultural thing but it turns out that that's not the case at all you know there's mm. people who have all types of expression and we all have a mix of masculine and feminine with us and right live lives in different ways, right? And and if it doesn't fit into our category, what, what does, is that really, whose problem is that? Is it the person who's not fitting into your category's problem or is it your problem, right? So, but I think if we are putting ourselves in boxes and we expect everyone else to be in either this box or that box, if you don't fit into that, it becomes disturbing to, to the person that's in the box, Right. right. I'm at um, Florida International University now, and they have a Center for Humanities in the Urban Environment group. Um, and they had a talk last night where they had they had three transgender people uh, talking about their experiences, right? And people that are transgender just kind of want to live their lives. And then other people who want them to be in boxes are the ones that have the problem with it, and the and that creates problems for the transgender person. So the real question is: Can you become aware of your of discomfort or or where that's coming from? You know, you find the roots of your discomfort through awareness by exploring or having that perspective or that curiosity. It's like why is it bothering me that someone is transgender? Or why is it bothering me that, they, that they'd that they rather have a their male and want a male partner or a female and want a female partner? Why is that? What is it that, that, that bothers me about that? Um, there may not be in the boxes that I've created or that I live in and the boxes that you're comfortable in, right? So everyone's comfortable in a different, in their own different reality. So how much... What a relief it is to quit worrying about everyone and having them, you know, make your life miserable. Right. You have to, because they're just living their own authentic lives, right? So it's a perspective shift. Now, Mm. it may go against people's religious beliefs and may go against people's, you know, cultural beliefs. But to me, religious beliefs are based on, uh, come out of a loving uh, expression, right? Mm. Um, Accepting so i mean again sometimes people have to explore deeper where these things are coming from and how they're going to resolve that
1: i've actually had a couple of experiences like that lately where i've been exposed to someone or something and i'm 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 start judging them and thinking well that's weird or right or wrong and then i've been aware that i was doing that so i gave myself the space and time to think, now, wait a minute. And like you said, if something happens, that's my problem, not their problem. I'm thinking that that's my problem. It's not their problem. And I I think maybe that's that sort of instant awareness you keep telling us about every week that more that you do the practices or use the tools or do the meditation, it comes more naturally to you. So I'll find myself in these situations and, and then I'll think, why am I thinking that and become aware of my dualistic perceptions or my judgment. And then just give it some space and realize, yeah, be your authentic self. Who, who am I to put anybody in a box? It's, I'm hurting myself, not them. They're just being their authentic self and I'm all for that. So to be aware of that and be able to make that transition, I think, I think really, I find that very helpful.
0: No, I think so too. Uh, and I mean, it is the way to peace. I mean, if ah, it, way to peace. you start talking about now race, right? And so now we have another mm. deeply embedded kind of cultural and historical divide, right? That biologically means nothing. So people also say race is a social construct, right? I mean, what does the color of skin have to do with anything? And so. Um, it's just all these things that culture adds onto that, right? And assumes. And, and where did that come from? And this is the present moment. You know, there's someone with you at the present moment, or a situation at the present moment. To be present to what is 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 what we're talking about right now. And so, if you're if you're putting people in boxes because of culture and history and, and in terms of race it's like a, a tragic mm. um, history for, for African Americans of enslavement and, and, and violence and, and all of these the history that creates these unconscious biases and so the unconscious bias training that people go to kind of starts to expose them to the things that are contributing to unconscious Hmm. bias. But I would love to see more exploring awareness training in those workshops so that you can get to the root of it all, the root of all bias, of all unconsciousness, you know, whatever that might be.
1: Well, you're an academic, and so you have these opportunities to have these conversations and get this exposure. So I think for me, this is what this podcast is about so we can actually share that as well in this in this form and break it down to to awareness and and what we can learn from that and like you said it's the road to peace isn't i'm like on this big i just want to be at peace thing lately so if this helps you feel peace and ease and understanding hopefully that's what we're all sort of looking for working towards
0: there are other roads to peace but this is the road to peace that we're talking about right right and, and the road to peace starts with you becoming peaceful and now that doesn't matter what race you are what gender you are or anything I mean okay now we're talking about the road to peace and so <laughs> a peaceful person makes a peaceful family and a peaceful family makes a peaceful neighborhood And so on and so on. So now we've all got a responsibility to not force ourselves to be peaceful. We actually have an opportunity to discover this inner resource that actually is already peaceful Mm -hmm. underneath all of this stuff that we're talking about. I've got a good. Vote here for that
1: you hear that the phrase don't box me in or don't put me in a box do you think that applies to dualistic thinking people yeah want- totally totally yeah. There's
0: other people trying but now here is um a zen saying that i agree with but there's no author it says you are that which is beyond belief which is beyond thought which is beyond emotion which is beyond sensation, which is beyond perception, which is beyond all experience and which is beyond the mind itself. You are a presence of awakened, non-dual awareness, undivided by any mental formation. Just be Impersonally unconditioned and free. So you are that, which is beyond all of those other things.
1: And my response was going to be, we, <laughs> you know, you're really? just, yeah. we, big fun journey. Yeah. Let it all go and don't try to juggle it back and forth. And <sighs> That's awesome, and this is not pie in the sky,
0: and this is no, it's not new age. It's not. It's just you have an opportunity to be completely free, and once you experience these things, you're going to find you haven't really lost much, but you've gained a tremendous amount.
1: Why do people? And I do feel like this is a dualistic reaction. Some people, when you try to express this to them, they. I don't know. They act like you're threatening them. They act, they, their response is, is like, they're afraid almost to embrace living that way. And like you're saying you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's, it's, it's not a dogma. There's no beliefs. There's no money involved. We're not trying to brainwash you. It's just freedom and peace and joy. And why do people seem so threatened by it? Because you
0: lose what you think is your identity, You're right. You Mm. you think that you are X, Y, and Z. And, and, you know, you are that today, partly. um, But you also are the awareness of that. Mm. All those things you have are impermanent. (laughs) Your body today is impermanent. Your thoughts, your brain is impermanent. There's no permanence in anything. Right? But you think there is. Um, You think that you are your personality, but, you know, your personality was actually formed by all your experiences, right? It's all based on conditions and and in the future as well. Eventually, your mind is going to go. Eventually, you're going to go. So there's nothing permanent. However, connecting to something deeper within you is timeless. You know, who were you before you were born? And after you die, right? Hmm. Who are you? Who are you really? So it's hard to lose that kind of thing. It's like, well, I've grown up this way and I've always thought this way. And if I don't, how can you stop thinking this way? I don't, I, it's very hard. It's very hard. That's why I'll do this work as soon as you can because the older you get, the more fixed your beliefs are. And then the more crotchety and grumpy you
1: get, too. Crusty. I keep hearing the word crusty. A lot of people are describing themselves or others as crusty. Yeah. So
0: if you know you're crusty, you're aware, but you just don't know it. Right. So you don't knowing that you're crusty is awareness. But if you're crusty and you don't know it, then you're just insufferable. And so you can get your crusty old uncle to listen to this podcast, but it it may be too threatening and crusty old uncle's going to say this is a bunch of new age papica
1: I've had that conversation with someone who's like open and interested. And then I try to talk and share more and, and, and they're almost like recoiling a little bit. Like they're afraid, they're afraid they hear it and they want to hear it and they want this to be their life, but they're afraid. And I I want to say, what are you afraid of? Like you're saying, all you have to gain is peace and joy and connecting to your authentic self. What are you don't be afraid?
0: Well, people have to, come to this
1: voluntarily right absolutely i know that
0: people come to this work sometimes um because there's just no other option things have gotten so bad it's like well they get to the bottom the dark night of the soul this is the only way out other people get interested in it other people are kind of why would i do that that and i've heard that before why would i ever do that? what we just said we're doing. I mean, I'm happy, I'm gonna. I'm successful, and things are going fine. So why would I do this? Why would I risk losing the spice of life?
1: For me, I've seen how life can change in an instant, and I've learned how precious it is, and I really do think... Our bodies are miracles, and so the more I look at life that way, the more interested I am in exploring more and talking about awareness and going deeper and all the different things that it applies to. So, oh,
0: and you the, don't lose the spice of life; you gain, like right, right. wonder and joy and yes. peace. and awe. Don't forget awe. Ah, yeah, ah, ah, and open heartedness and open mindedness mm. and all of those things listen up people (laughs) we got lots of content, new content every week but ultimately uh, we can talk about this a lot and we do every time and then we also transition to the non-talking experiential part where really the work happens where the realizations can happen where the experiential nature of awareness can happen, right? Because right. now we're moving into being exploring awareness and, and starting first off by being aware of the breath because that's an easy way to start. And if you if you're aware that you're breathing and then aware that you're of your body and aware that you're thinking and aware of your emotions, then that space of awareness starts to open up so again i just talked about it and maybe you can start to feel it a little bit but now just let's move into the guided meditation and just close your eyes and sit in your chair or comfortable position with the feet or your feet on the floor and your hands in your lap we've been talking today about Awareness of being in a box, putting other people in a box. And so let's have our intention of this meditation to be open to other kind of realities that these things point to. It's it's not either this way or that way, it's a it's something else. What is that? And so if we could be open to what is the alternative to this and that black and white thinking, and we'll do that first by just focusing in on the breath. We're not going to think our way through this, we're going to feel it. But to feel it, we have to open up our awareness. And we'll start by being aware of the breath as it goes in and out of the body. So now your mind is focused on the breathing. And you feel the air. And instead of breathing unconsciously, now you're breathing consciously. Remember that, the difference between breathing Consciously, as we're doing now compared to what we were doing a couple of minutes ago talking, breathing and not knowing that we're breathing it's a subtle difference but very important and so you have to train yourself to be aware of the breath it takes a while Because a lot of people there have so many thoughts, and you've been, thoughts have been racing, perhaps all day or for years, or you can't imagine what would it be like. So you, for a second, you can be aware of your breath, and then the thoughts rush in. And so, for now, Just when you have a thought, or a bunch of thoughts, just go back to the breath. And if you have thoughts, you're not doing this wrong. When you become aware of your thoughts, you're doing it right. You're going back to the breath. So even in meditation, there's not a right or wrong. So if you're, if you're creating that for yourself, you're already um, showing duality so you can be aware of it. And the same with the body. So sometimes you're sitting and your body starts to hurt in a place, right? You maybe change positions, it still hurts. Just bring awareness to to the area of pain or areas of tightness. Sometimes just being aware of those spaces just relaxes, shifts your body it returns it more to a normal state. And you become aware of your shoulders and just, they relax when you become aware of them. It's like, oh, I didn't know that I was, I wasn't aware that my body was tight. I was un- tightening my body unconsciously. So then you bring awareness and it returns to its peaceful state. And so, then, same with thoughts. You know, you have racing thoughts and you become aware of them, and they tend to dissolve, and just your mind can return to the peaceful state. Right. So now, though, let's let's let us think, though, about, about some um, somehow we have a dualistic thought. How is it? What boxes do you absolutely have to have? right now? You know, is it it a race? Is it a gender? Is it a political party? Is it a hairstyle? Is it a weight? What are your categories? And which one is good? Which one is bad? What makes this one so good and this one so bad? Just let the thoughts go in, but as they're coming in, you're aware of them. So you're you're investigating. When did you come up with this conclusion? Who taught you this conclusion? Who taught them? Why did they teach them that? Is there a fear involved? Why are you afraid? So allow those thoughts to come and you be aware of them. And this is where you kind of gain insight. And sometimes this is called insight meditation. Sometimes you want to push the thoughts away, right? You can become aware that you're resisting. And that's okay too. Is creating a place where the thoughts are conscious, just like the body, just like the breath. And so what does it mean to be conscious of your thoughts? So now, let's move into this place of being conscious so that whatever is happening in the present moment, thoughts, breath, body, is happening in the field of your awareness. Can imagine all of this happening on a stage, and you're in the audience. You're aware of all these things. But the awareness has a certain quality to it, it has a immediacy of the present moment it's not a thought of the past or the future it's just present it has a sense of, of equanimity or peace or just a chill acceptance right? sometimes there's a sense of like, you might feel sleepy because sometimes your body starts to relax so much because of the peace, you know? But there's also can be a sense of joy at knowing that there's something more than all of these thoughts judgments and emotions so it's like the joy that doesn't have an opposite, the joy that is beyond thoughts. You identify with all of these parts of you, right, and then with this sense about you, you can move in the world in a generous, loving way in a way that other people can feel it and notice it you know, you make the world a more peaceful place but then your the doubts come in your brain or your to-do list pops up in your head fine just go back to the breath aware of the breath aware of the body aware of all the thoughts that are coming about putting people in boxes and all the other thoughts too about everything else yeah, this meditation we're just connecting to this sense of deep awareness that's always there and is the unending source of peace and love and joy and generosity that is always always there might be deeply covered but it's always there so we'll just keep practicing Awareness and being open to that possibility. And so, we'll end now, if you want. Hit pause and meditate some more. Um, But now we'll take a couple of deep breaths. And we'll open our eyes. And let's see, Lisa, do you have a crotchety old uncle you want to play this for?
1: I have a couple of crusty doctors. Maybe they might think my way.
0: Crusty doctors.
1: Long story. That was such a peaceful meditation. I don't even feel like I shouldn't even talk. It was like, wow, that was great.
0: I know. I kind of wanted to keep meditating, but yeah run out of tape. R- right. right. <laughs>
1: And I wasn't dualistic because I wasn't awake or asleep. I was somewhere in between. There you go. (laughs) Exploring the in-between of of that. So thank you. Thank you for the many wise things that you said on this episode and the perspective you share. I I know I learned a lot. I hope people listening did. And I hope that uh, the meditation is helpful and Mm. it's important to practice this.
0: It's easy to get lost in thought. Right. Normal. And this, the purpose of this is not for you to not get lost in thought, but the purpose for you is to move around in the day present. Right. When you're present, you don't get lost in thought. So again, this is Mm -hmm. not getting rid of anything. It's just being present to everything. And when you're present to everything, there is a shift. So please try it. And please get your friends to try it. And I hope that this approach is accessible to people. And um, so please share your podcast, favorite episodes with your friends as well.
1: And know that we're extremely grateful that you're listening. And if you wanna email us, exploringawareness at gmail.com is our email address. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, But most of all, just very grateful that you're listening to our podcast.
0: We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, have a peaceful week
1: this podcast is not
0: an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.